welcome to this, I'm going to say six episode, six, episode number six of The Craft. I always have this very difficult, you know, thing about the six. With a T-H. Yeah, well, it's not the T-H, because, you know, I have no problem with the fourth but the sixth, uh, oh, the for ninth. some reason, yeah. <laughs> it's um, the double S. <laughs> I think it's an S and T-H together. Yes. <laughs> so, um, blessed be Juan. Blessed be Kerrigan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Mm, wonderful, wonderful. Well, um, I have to correct something that I said uh, last uh, episode. And I, 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 it was just in the heat of the moment, I guess. Um, I refer to Elios. Remember that they would bind Elios? It's actually not Elios, because Elios is the god of the sun. Uh, it would be the Animoi, which is obviously the wind so um mm, you just have mm. to correct that because people said oh what a you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's you finding the sun god <laughs> <laughs> why if you're talking about winds um but, but yeah so it was just a little thing that i said in the heat of the moment Slip that I really of tongue. Did yeah <laughs> anyway so animoy animoy um so today we're going to talk about a couple of things, right, that are on the table for this. Um, what are the questions? We received a couple of them, and I'm not sure which ones are we. Um... I'm really enjoying the fact that um, the questions that are coming in are back to the basics, like right. very, um, you know, structural questions about mm -hmm. the craft and how it works from a structural point of view. Of course, we're not uh, discussing coven dynamics necessarily or anything like that, but there's questions Mm -hmm. about why we have a degree system. What is this three degrees of the craft? And, you know, I think, I don't think, I mean, most people are very well read and all of that, but sometimes I think there's still people getting this confused with uh, the idea like a university or academic degree, mm -hmm. which, of course, this is not what it is at all. It's a, it's a degree in, <laughs> um, uh, in the craft, I suppose, in, a, in some way similar to the uh, mystery systems of the Western mystery. Yeah. But I'm going to let you talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really am very interesting to know what you think about. Well, there's also sorts of degrees, uh, uh, you know, and uh, there's the degrees of, uh, of uh, the triangle and the 360, uh, 360 degrees and all of those degrees. And then you'll have uh, the degrees <laughs> from college degrees. <laughs> um, and then you'll have the initiatory degrees. Now, which, which, uh, the, we need to understand that this comes from uh, perhaps an influence uh, not only of the esoteric uh, orders of the time when Gardner uh, began to um, put together this whole system, but also this comes uh, very much with the influence from the um, masonry. So there's this whole thing about the degrees. Now, they're initiations, and that's basically what they are. Um, and it's ever very interesting because there is a difference between America and um, the UK about the degrees. Um, people say that, uh, call it degrees here, they call it initiation of the first degree. Um, then and then they, elevation. Then, then elevation. No, they say elevation on the second, and then a raising on the third. That's what they call it. Which I thought that it always it was always very strange that particular nomenclature uh, on how they you know uh, they would use that in the UK. If you were 
trained through the UK and if you, you know, were initiated in the UK, etc., you would know that they actually talk about um, initiations. And specifically in the Alexandrian tradition, we talk about initiations, we don't talk about degrees. One of the things that we do not do is to overuse the, uh, the, the high priest or high priestess as a, I am a high priest or I am a high priestess. We don't really abuse that because it's also, um, it's also an observation on the ego. No? Oh, no, we, we want to, mm. we want to kind of like tame that down a little bit. And, uh, you know, we want to, we look at it in a different way. I'm, I'm sure that the, you know, it is a unique way than the other initiatory traditions, like, for instance, the Well, Gardnerian. that's interesting, mm. because it is the second question. Oh, really? <laughs> that they're dealing with. <laughs> yes, it's the one, uh, it was one dealing with the question of, if the entire craft consists of priesthood, mm-hmm. what differentiates high priesthood? But let's keep that one for now, now, because it is actually quite an interesting, in-depth question. I well, think. unless you want to delve yeah, into it no, right no. now. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a this is like a cheese plate, isn't it? We just kind of you know <laughs> we just yes. begin to in one. Oh, let me Look just try that. Come on, there as well. And we do um, love speaking about the craft. Don't yeah, we? <laughs> it's no, it's wonderful. Now, one of the things mm. that people can uh, have to understand, and we're you know, of course, Alexandrian initiates, and um, is that the Alexandrians, or you know, I should say, not talk about the Alexandrians in general because not all of them do that. Um, but that's uh, also something that perhaps we can touch on yeah. quickly is the fact that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not a cheese. Let's just go for it. <laughs> it's one of the cheeses on the yes. plate. Um, is the fact that some some lines might have a slight difference of opinion or a and a slight difference or a big one. <laughs> <laughs> well this yes yeah. absolutely and this this different emphasis on different yes. aspects of yeah. the craft so yes yes yes, yes. so mm. one of the things that uh, it's very interesting and I, I i have my suspicions about you know um originally let's talk about originally right so mm. when alex and maxine were when they created the the tradition when they, you know, um, in London, yeah, in London. So when they actually began to do things, they they did second and third degree together. So they because they saw that there was a sequence on it, and the 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 fact that they actually saw the initiations in a different perspective. They mm. saw the initiation of the first degree being an initiation into the mysteries. Second degree is the penetration into the mysteries, and the third will be the celebration uh, of the other two. So. Um, you would have, of course, a celebration right after uh, the penetration, right? So of the mystery. So it it made sense. And of course, you know, uh, (laughs) people sometimes asked, you know, why? Why do you think? Well, just Mm. read it. Read it in sequence. Read it. Well, this is an interesting thing, uh, you know. It's, of course, one of those people regularly ask mm. about the differences between the Gardnerian tradition well, this and is one the Alexandrian. Them. Yeah, this is one It's of one them. of them. I don't believe, um, maybe if there's a Gardnerian out there that uh, practices this way, I don't believe it ever was given two and three together. I think that's a very Alexandrian thing. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah. but very interesting and interesting enough, let's go back to America again. I think that, uh, you know, this, this practice was actually not a practice that was um, observed in America at all um, mm. and it was v- very recently that began to be actually done um, mm. I was giving the second and third degree together 
by my mm. initiator in one sit, in one ritual. And that was a scandal at the time because people wouldn't really understand how dare you give people second and third because I think that there was a big influence um, from literature to the American witches and this is normal because you know when someone goes to another country is initiated in there and then brings the tradition to their own country there is a couple of things that are lost in translation we talked about this before mm, and one, one yeah. of the things that they do to go and kind of fill the gaps it's they refer to literature and of course the literature at the time that was really very much used and sometimes abused was the witches Bible. And in the mm. Witch's Bible, uh, it says that first they're all separated. Um, and the reason why they were separated that way, and it's very, it's an historical uh, thing, is because the authors, um, Janet and Stewart, were given the degrees separately. Um, and of course, mm. you know, and then they wanted to, of course, portray in their work with uh, Doreen um, how it was done. And it was really in a you know, Gardnerian way. Right. It's so, a funny thing. I just picked up the Witch's Bible again this week for mm. that of a particular reason into looking at that. Um, I'm, uh, it's interesting, though, because if you look at it, they also say very clearly that those rituals are the, the rituals uh, that they got from Doreen. Right. Right, right. From God. So, so right. those are the yeah. Yeah. Those so, ones but what happened then was that all of the Amex, yeah, the American witches. What they did was that they referred to it, and they begin for some reason. I don't know why, but for some reason they were uh, either because they were given that way to them, or there was this perpetuation of the of the fact that the degrees were all separate, which were never done. Uh, they were done to, in two occasions. They were done this way. Um, mm. separately, but they were always given together, second and third. So it, it's very interesting that, you know, how things get off, not off track, but, you know, kind of different. And the reason why they get different is because there was historically circumstances at the time that led that to happen. I think there's another reason as well for it that um, is often overlooked is the fact mm -hmm. that at some point... In, in the history of the craft, people started thinking that, well, with, you know, the original claims of uh, the origins of the Alexandrian tradition has changed a little bit in throughout history. But then there was this idea that the Gardnerian and Alexandrian tradition was really one thing. It's, we all practice the same way. And of course, this, in truth, was never really the case. No. And, and the thing is that the problem here was that uh, people begin to actually practice. We talked about this as well in the previous one. They begin to mm. practice together, Alexandrian Gardnerians. And then, of course, Alexandrians that um, either didn't have a very good reference or they they, you know, there were a lot of circumstances that could actually preside to this, and be, uh, the con the consequence of that um, is that they begin to separate the degrees and give the first, the second, and the third separated from each other. Um, mm. And so, but it was never the the practice uh, original originally was never done that way. They were always given together, and this is a very well known fact. Um, I yeah. I really um, it was an interesting thing. I remember when this became a, a sort of like a a subject of contest and debate about the degrees giving together. And it's interesting if you go look at the later versions of what witches do. There's a quote of Alex mm -hmm. direct mm -hmm. of an interview with him and. 
Anne Stewart, mm-hmm. we actually ref- refers to this practice of the second and third given together. And of course, this was happening then. If you take that interview into account, this was happening in the London Coven, which is 1970. Right. It was very, very early Alexandrian days. So, right. Yeah, it's right. there. Yeah, yeah. It's there in the history. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's proven. And and the thing yeah. is that uh, it was always uh, done that way, with the exception of two cases that were actually not. But um, and they and still they were circumstantial as well. So, mm, but mm. for some reason, and because you know Stuart and Janet were very well known, they're still very well known at the time and they published they were very well published and and all of that people referenced them um Mm -hmm. and they 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 they, you know for those who didn't have either direct contact or they didn't they thought that that was actually the practice so um that was why and we need to say this because it's very important for people to understand that they are done together in the alexandrian practice um, so why, it, but, but one of the things that is very interesting, and of course the reasoning of this is, is what I explained because there are a cele- one is a celebration of the other. Um, but if you go back to, um, some of the traditional witchcraft practices, there were some instances of some of the historical, uh, accounts, um, of cunning, uh, women and cunning men, that the, 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 the power was passed to two. And there were only two initiations. One was when they actually began to be an apprentice. And they were, you know, I, I'm not saying that they were a formal initiation, right? But um, what I'm saying is that when they were accepted, they only had one student at a time the apprentice, Mm -hmm. right? And then they will have another instance, which was very important, was when the power was passed to them. And with that, all of the all of the abilities of that the witch that would be dying or ill or whatever it was so that the young one could you know take over um so this Mm. makes two initiations instead of one um or instead of three there is no three so which is very interesting parallel between that and the alexandrian way of doing it which is also Mm. two Mm. instead of three um although there's three rights, there is, but, you know. There's been many people commenting on the, the initiation rights later. And uh, I wouldn't say recently. It's been, mm. it's been in the last 10 years. Mm. There's been a lot of comment on the fact that, yes, the third really isn't an initiation. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing. It's interesting how it, mm. it turned out that yeah. it's practiced the way it is. Yeah. Right, right, right. So it really is very interesting. I don't remember what cheese are we eating now. Um. <laughs> the cheese that we're going to now is a very interesting one because it could probably be an entire podcast, but mm. there was a question about high priesthood, but I think in a lot of ways this question was about priesthood in general. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I, I can't, sp- we can't speak for the Gardnerian tradition, but in the Alexandrian tradition, we really do make a strong notion of the fact that we are witches initiates but also the priesthood of the craft mm-hmm. now there was a very interesting question about uh, that someone posted online recently in one of the groups mm-hmm. about why don't we why can't the craft innovate and for those who do not want to be part of the priesthood 
why can't we have congregational services for, for those who wish to follow the, I don't know, in quote unquote, the Wiccan way, but don't necessarily want to follow the priesthood or get trained into priesthood. Now, this is, of course, the very interesting thing because it takes us into the direction of difference between the esoteric initiatory way that the craft works and general exoteric religion. Mm-hmm. So why don't we have congregations in the first place? I mean, we get a lot of that. I think we had a bit of a discussion about this before, <laughs> about you yeah. get baggage, you know, you get the baggage of the previous religion coming, coming along. Let's talk a bit about that. Well, <laughs> uh, I think that, you know, so the question is why is no place for the lazy in the craft? Is that the question? <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I, I suppose that is the direct translation right. from the congregational well, I'm, idea. I'm sorry, Why this can't is we not, be a Sunday yeah, well, religion? Right, right. Well, we're not a church. Um, this is an important distinction. It is. It that is. Yes. Shows a lack of training because you see this quite frequently. It's where, a, oh, you well, know, why don't we create a Wiccan church? This was a big thing in well, South Africa. Well, there is, there is point. a church. There is churches. There are churches. There are. There is actually a Wiccan church. Of, I know. Is, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. But the thing is that you, you know, and this is why I when when you know, and I don't have anything against you know people's projects and how they do things and no, how they choose to do it. But but no, but but the thing is that we well we're a priesthood. When we're initiated, we're told that we are witches and uh, witch and a, and a priest or witch and a priestess. So or priestess and witch and and or priest and, and witch. So we 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 do. It's very clear. <laughs> from the beginning, mm. that we are priesthood. Um, and we're, we're, In other words, right. there's, no, there's no congregation. No, no, mm. no. This is not a congregational uh, religion. And I think that if people want congregation religions, and it's very interesting that this came about because this is what's happening since the 80s. Mm -hmm. Um, forward. There is a movement and it really resides a little bit more in um, for instance the public rituals and all of that where people want to come Except that this of course I saw in a Gardnerian group (laughs) Well but that's why I said lazy right so this is because it is the call for the lazy No we're not lazy we need to work And, and the work is you know it's a work of learning it's a work of service of the circle so we're all you know, we're, we're pretty much, I mean, if, if I wanted a congregation, I would just be Roman Catholic. That's what I was, you know. <laughs> so um, there That's was the a thing, you know, uh, it, that is not, I mean, listen, we do things in circles. That should, should tell you a little bit more about the congregation. Look at the, dis- look at the geometry of the congregation when you see a church which is this, the, the clear distinction between clergy and, and lay people mm. or the worshippers. This is not how it works. We are a priesthood. Um, so th- therefore, we don't really have a congregation. However, there are people who are uh, community work and all of that. It's really, and this is, this is also, I think, a two-way street. It was not just because people were lazy or just wanted to be, you know, um, just participate and not really be part of it fully, but it's just because they want to sit and to 
you know, to assimilate whatever. And this is the congregation. The congregation is really not really connected with, um, uh, you know, the, the religious uh, practice that, you know, not directly, not really as a priesthood is, because that, that is the distinction between, you know, for instance, a pattern of, uh, a religion like the Roman Catholic Church and, for instance, ours, which it's a completely different mm. setup. Um, and I think that if people don't really understand this, they really are in the wrong religion. <laughs> you know what the thing is? Um, it's a funny... I think religion in the common use of the words is almost a misnomer. Of course, we are a religion. The craft is a religion. But it is an esoteric religion which means that it speaks to the inner mysteries it speaks to the the development of those who seek of that. the individual yeah yeah of the individual and but listen but, but listen contact. yes yeah direct contact but the thing is people don't really want that because they don't want to work you know having direct yeah, contact yeah, having direct contact with divinity it's 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 not it's not you just not you can't uh, it's difficult. It's not difficult, but it it is not something that you just. Uh, and people might disagree with me. Maybe they might say, "Well, I go to the forest and I connect with divinity." Um, so this, there's no separation here. Mm. There is because there is no congregation. There is a uh, uh, you know not you know we we do convene, but but our convening is a convene of of priesthood. We are all mm. initiates. Um, that's so, the thing. You know, so there is no... And that's what makes it yeah. different from a general religion. Well, yeah, absolutely. If people don't want to be initiated, um, that, that's fine. It's totally fine. Totally fine. But I think that this is, this is the product of many years of public rituals. Because public rituals, and this is, you know, I have to say, um, what I think it, it is, is that there's a lot of people that did uh, wonderful uh, uh, public rituals uh, for the right reasons. But there was a lot of people doing it because of ego, because they wanted to be in charge or because they wanted to be seen doing it or because they wanted to be the organizer. That's just a general misunderstanding yeah. of what was happening. Yeah. Um, because that's the whole baggage thing we were speaking about, isn't it? Um, yeah. You know, you were coming out of a Christian or whatever background right. going like, oh, Everything you do should be for the community at yeah. large. Right, right, right. And, and, you know, there was a lot of reasons, right? But I think that public rituals have been done for many years now. And, and of course, you know, people get used to this and they just go to these rituals. They really don't do much because the, the organizers are the ones who want to be permanent in those rituals. So they really actually have a group of people that work the ritual and they're really kind of like, you know, in the spotlight for lack of a better word. And the other people are just there to kind of, you know, and what happens? Really, congregate. Yeah, to congregate. <laughs> and that's it. So these are, it's years and years and years of this. And I'm not saying that there were not actually fantastic and fabulous transformative experiences on public rituals. But what I'm saying is that most of it, um, or some of them, were actually this. And this led to this idea of congregation. We just go... Mm -hmm. 
right? We just sit in the grass and we have this fabulous mystical experience and, and that's basically it. There's no participation directly. We are not involved in it um, totally. So there is no, but that is not this, the, the, what, how it was set up. I mean, if you read any of the things that are in these books, for instance, you know, the uh, What Witches Do, the Witches Bible and all of that, um, you see that there is no, the congregation repeats or the congregation says, <laughs> there is no, no such a no, thing. It's, it's a, always it's, high it's, priest, it's high small priestess, high priestess, high priestess. Yeah, yeah. So, and, the, and, you know, or priest says or priestess says. So it, there is no, there is no congregation. There is no repeat, you know, how you repeat things in the Catholic Church, you know. Um, no, you Well, don't, I think the lines know. got blurred very badly, uh, like you say, in perhaps from the 80s onward, but with the confusion between the old public pagan movement and the more right. initiatory right, right. mystery cults. Right, right, right. And uh, I think that confusion is only coming to a uh, sort of um, a realization at present, like a clear, like brick wall kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where people are trying to redefine where they are and i think that's why there might be so many so much swirlings within the initiatory traditions because what, yeah. people are asking what is this what is it really you know well, is it is it is it paganism is it what is it is it a mystery cult what is happening you know this is very interesting that they're questioning this because this has been uh, around for quite a while um but the, mm -hmm. but uh, you know i always say you know you you need to understand that you know when you want to make things kind of uh, change just because you want to adjust them to you or what you think that it is um, I think you're losing a lot of the opportunities to, instead of that, let be transformed by the experience of the mm. religion itself, which is a different, a different thing. I mean, you don't have to belong to the tradition. You don't have to choose to do that. But if you do, then you'll have, you know, the opportunity to, to, to actually be transformed by the experience of it. And, and the thing that people sometimes refuse to do, and they go the other way around, which is to change the, the, the practice and the religion itself to fit my own necessities and how I feel and how I am. Um, and, and, and that's fine, but that's a, reg that's a regressive you know, the, 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 all of this is done. It defeats the purpose. It fits the purpose because all, the, all of this that is done, it's actually done to, to you, you, it's a journey of transformation. And if you don't really accept that, then you're not, you're not having the opportunity to do, to do you know, a full, uh, you know, fully engaged in the, in the religion itself. So it's, um, you know, and, and that, you know, it's, it's what it is. I think that that's what people really, and I hear a lot of things about different types of people, different types of things, different types of agendas, different types of uh, necessities and things like that. And they push here and they push there and same sex and this and that and, and the equalities and the, you know, and all of that. And, uh, and it, it's fine. It's wonderful and, and fantastic. And I think that the diversity is, is a wonderful thing. And this is why we are one thing and there I are do another thing. <laughs> I know? do think we need to also just clearly state um, what we're talking about here is not general 
pagan the general pagan movement because that's necessary mm. it's necessary the, these groups are necessary these public rituals are necessary but when we're speaking about public rituals we're talking about people of the craft right called hosting public mm-hmm. rituals right it's right. not it's not necessarily a comment on the wider community no. at all and and then the other thing but, is the notion it's the notion of and there's this this is a notion that comes in very very kind of frequently it's the outer court notion right mm. the outer court and this is this is done in both gardner and alexandrian uh, 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 camps <laughs> i should say that um <laughs> which is which is very uh it's it's actually very interesting but you know then again and we, we can only talk about the alexandrian tradition and our experience in it it's that there is no such a thing as an outer court there's no, no such a thing as an out of court. There's no well, such a thing. Not in the as way we were trained, <laughs> right? But but this <laughs> is why. But this is why I'm saying. And 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 historically, there was never an out of court. No. So this is why I'm saying. You know, people can do the out of courts, and if they think that that would, you know, um, and I think that that's you know if it works for them. But I, but people need to know that that was never done. So that that was never a actually when people ask for initiation, it was quite quite uh quite it was a it was not fast but it was almost you know um it was right well, away i think it was not a lot of people know. that might listen to this would have the question why don't we have outer courts well why the, don't we i would say them? well it's very simple because uh this is not we it is a mystery religion Therefore, a mystery religion means that the practice is um, selective. It's, it's, it has to be uh, uh, exclusive. And it, it is exclusive because it is a priesthood, right? If it, was, mm. if it was a religion like the Catholic Church, for instance, which is, and it was at the time of its beginnings, it was a very inclusive um, religion. Everyone can be, you know, part of it. Poor, not poor, slaves, not slaves. It doesn't really matter. So this is not what it is. We are a exclusive uh, kind of, you know, tradition. Not everyone. Uh, it's vocation that brings yes, you into it. Yes, it. it is vocation. So it's vocational, which is, you know, what we are expecting. Um, and because of that, there is no outer court. There's no co- th- mm. there's only one court. There's no outer or inner. You know now, what I mean? wonderful. So, just a quick note on that. Mm. How, how can we then know if someone that comes in is 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 ready for it? I think that's a good question because a lot of people's. I've heard a lot of arguments about why outer courts are necessary is because to taste. But now, of course, you said something interesting there <laughs> regarding vocation. Right. Now, if you, if you are an, a conscious witch, I think Maxina said something similar as well before, mm-hmm. you have to be able to, they have to smell right, a person, and, and that touch of initiation. I mean, uh, it's been spoken of at length. It's an interesting thing. You well, know. you need to be competent enough, and we hope that the priesthood is competent enough to know precisely um, how or, or, to know to assess if the person is or isn't. Um, you know, and and that is, you know, when I when I hear people say, "Well, I have an outer court. I do an, a year and a day of outer court," 
I'm going like, oh, yeah. God. The only time we do that and, is out of necessity. <laughs> you know. circumstance. And that's true. Yeah. We well, have circumstances where this happens. Yes, but it's but, not a uh, year yeah. and a day. I mean, it is no, circumstantial. It's a, there is not, yeah. you know, and, and there are people, oh, I do six months. I do whatever. I do a year and a day. I do two years. I do a course of three years. I'm like, okay. But, you know, that was in, in historically. And I, I go back to the historically. There was a period and there is a period. Traditionally, there is a period of question and answers. And the question and answers from the person that it's seeking comes in, in for instance, opportunities for gathering like um, the soiree. Uh, and they come, they ask the questions, the questions that are answered. There is conversation going and back and forth. And the person decides to ask. Then when the person asks, right, the, the, the priesthood should be competent enough to say yes or no, mm. to assess yes or no. And if it's yes, then it's quite quick. There's no two years. Mm. There is no one year in a day. There's nothing like that. And of course, you know, this is historically, I'm saying, historically, traditionally, was that was what was done at the time by... Uh, Alex and Maxi. So this is actually what was done. So people can say, well, I disagree with that. Well, that's fine. You can disagree with as much as you want, but this is no, what I it mean, was done. No, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not about uh, say necessary. it's not about saying, yeah, I don't or don't, of course. No. Because there is no central authority no, about no, things like this. Not, but, no. It is, and it's just a opinion and advice about how things were done. You know, right, right. No, we're just, and and of course, yeah. you know, people can do whatever they want. Um, I can tell you that if if someone would tell me that you need to be here for a year and a day, um, and this is my personal opinion, I wouldn't. But that's no. me. <laughs> no. Before being no, initiated, is, uh, you have to stay here for a year and a day. Mm. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> but that's me that's you know that's yeah. me and you know it's my yeah it's my opinion but you know um anyway do we have any more questions about anything else well we have a bit of a, a, a thing about the what differentiates the okay so we've got a priesthood the priesthood is the entire craft is the priesthood, right? Yes, right. Every initiate is part of the priesthood. Right. What differentiates high priesthood from what differentiates high priesthood? I mean, we don't we don't do the whole thing with very high high priests and priestesses. But there is a, the, what does the higher degrees? How does it differentiate? And what makes it different? Why there, is it there? Well, there is no difference. Um, and the, the reason why I say this, that there is no difference, is because, um, you know, and people say where they think, oh, you know, the more degrees, you know, you, as more you, you're going for further and further into degrees. And, you, you know, for us Alexandrians, it's just two times. You're just initiated and then you have second and third after that. Um, and the minimum is two years or two, two wheels of the year. And then you just, you know, it can be more than that. But... Uh, um, and it's per request. Right. And, and the more you go into, when you come to the craft, you know, and, and hopefully people would, you know, um, tell you and teach you that we are a servant of the circle. So we don't really have um, this thing, oh, I'm a high priest and high priestess and, and you're, you know, first degree. Sometimes so first degrees, I'm farther more uh, conscious and, and competent than high priesthood. Um, so, 
and, and this is very funny to, to actually watch. Uh, but, you know, but the thing is that it's very interesting when this is, you know, people think, oh, it's high priesthood. I used to say, and I still do, that the high in high priesthood, it relates to the quality of the work of or the aim of the work of the priesthood at that particular level and not because it is a title. And people, you know, go go about the ladies and lords and, of course, you know, all of that. But um, we are servants of the circle. And the more you go in, the more, you know, degrees you have, for lack of a better word, uh, if you're a second and third or if you're third degree, the more servant of the circle you become. Mm. So it really isn't about the higher it's degrees. It's responsibility it is re- as well. Yes, and, and, of course, you know, you probably become a teacher um, and, you know, you can, you know, you, you probably, what, what really qualifies you for second and third is the ability to dominate and to know how to work with the tools and, and how to do all of, you know, other things around, around, uh, around it and, and to prove that you actually are, um, you know, uh, able to work with them and all of that. And then, you know, and of course, you know, that is, it's not about, oh, you're high priest or high priestess in terms of a position. And this is the thing. It is not a position thing. It is actually a service. You know, you do. But an interesting yeah. thing about that conversation with that gentleman on the Gardnerian group or mm. yeah, the group on Facebook right. is that what that conversation came out of mm. was the fact that not every um, initiate wants to aspire to high priesthood. Now, of course, not every initiate has to aspire to high priesthood. Mm-hmm. But there is also this thing that people think that the high priesthood are the ones working the circles. You see, we're back to this congregatory thing mm-hmm. where people think, oh, it's the high priest and high priestess. It's a, and I think this comes from that public circle thing. Mm-hmm. The high priest and high priestess are standing there. They're calling the shots like a priest in the church mm-hmm. and everybody is just their congregation and Latin. They just do what's being told. Of course, we know mm-hmm. in the initiative traditions, this is not true. Mm-hmm. And especially Alexandrian witchcraft, every initiate is part of the working of that circle. It's not just one person or two people. Well, every initiate is expected to be working in that circle. Uh, and I think that that is that this is a very interesting statement, and it's a very important one because um, there is this is the you just laid down the difference between an initiatory tradition as we understand it and an eclectic one, mm. for instance. Or, Everybody is working you know, the circle yeah, yeah, when you're yeah. in an initiatory circle. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter what degree they are. Literally, yeah, literally, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that has answered all the questions that we had for this show. Well, <laughs> wonderful. Know, do you have any, anything you want to discuss? Mm. Anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I, yeah, I think we just... If there uh, are any questions about this topic, please feel free to send them in to um, Carrigan or myself. Yes. Um, yeah. And you've got our contact details Absolutely. on the, yeah. I believe it's through the uh, 
crash podcast thing. Yes, right? yeah. Well, bumper is if you go to the either the app or even the um, website, you can actually leave the questions in there um, on the comments. You can actually do that, and we'll pick them up um, to the next show, to to do the next episode of the of the podcast. And thank you so much for listening to this and to actually follow us in bumpers and. Um, also, we're in iTunes, by the way. Um, so if you want to just follow us and kind of uh, keep up with, uh, with the audience, we will more than glad to continue to do the podcasts and answer your questions. <laughs> Blessed be, everyone. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk again in the next episode. Blessed be. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.